Larson. Mornings, 6 to 9 on AM 1170. The Answer. Good to have you with us here. The Mark Larson Show, AM 1170. The Answer everywhere across America on CRN Digital Networks, iHeart Radio, and of course on our app. You get it all together there. You just go on your smartphone to the App Store and search AM 1170. The Answer. You get it all free, including whenever I post things to social media. It magically appears. If only the rest of life and politics were so easy. Big, big blow over the weekend to, well, to the Constitution. How it fares in the United States Supreme Court. You know, so many of these decisions have come down in recent years, five to four. And often the the additional member on the five side would be Justice Antonin Scalia, who believed what the left likes to say is just crazy talk. I mean, they, he was, I mean, they liked him. His best friend was Ruth Bader Ginsburg, of all people. Ideologically at opposite ends, but, but his detractors on the left like to say that, well, he just wasn't with the program. I mean, he, he needs to grow. He, he needs to adapt the Constitution. And, and Scalia would say very eloquently and very emphatically and often with a sense of humor to point out just, hey, it's, it's all about what did the framers of the Constitution say? What did they mean? He was an originalist. He was a, a textualist. Matt Bowman is with us, senior counsel at ADF. That's Alliance Defending Freedom. And, uh, Matt, good to have you here. What a shock to have uh, Justice Scalia off on a hunting trip, and then suddenly he's gone. Well, he was such a giant in protecting our constitutional freedoms, and that's what makes the vacancy that he provides in the court so crucial to let the people decide the direction the country should go this November instead of uh, the president ramming his own appointee in. Hmm. Uh, when you look at all the drama, what was your – now, of course, we've got Republicans. This came up in the debate on Saturday. You have uh, people lining up and saying, listen, we, it's lame duck time for uh, President Obama, and uh, this major of a decision in terms of nominating someone to replace Scalia – we need to make sure that this is done with a new president. And, hey, hey, it could be a Democrat. Depends on how the election goes. But not to do something hasty, not to jam the court, and not to give President Obama one more, a third appointee to shape the court for a generation, maybe maybe beyond a generation. If it depends on how you do the math. So, so, again, the president has the right to do what he says he will do sooner rather than later, right? And the Senate also has a right to say, well, we're not going to deal with it right now. Isn't that right? Isn't that what the framers yeah. meant? Yes, and the people in 2014 elected a Senate to, as a check and a balance against this president. They elected a Republican Senate, and the Constitution gives the Senate the prerogative to withhold its consent from a nominee. And, and that's, this is an exceptional circumstance. It's never happened that a lame duck president in an election year, so at the end of his term, would replace an, uh, a Supreme Court justice who was appointed by someone from the other party. So this would be a Democrat appointing a Republican. The reason that's important is because Justice Scalia is the fifth vote, the the swing vote on so many cases that President Obama and Hillary Clinton have said they disagree with and would be a litmus test for their nominee. Partial birth abortion will be made legal again if President Obama flips Justice Scalia's vote. Gun confiscation would be allowed because in D.C. versus Heller, the four liberal minority said in that case, the Second Amendment provides no right at all for private civilian use of firearms. And, and any Democratic president's executive orders moving forward would be rubber stamped by a court 
that was dominated by liberals by flipping Justice Scalia's vote. Yeah, you go down the list here, as you said, the abortion issue, health care, um, union issues, public uh, sector unions may get a, a reprieve, um, affirmative action, separation of church and state. There's all all really, really hot issues, as is usually the case, but it seems more so this session at the Supreme Court. Now, again, if there's no appointment, and, uh, well, you could be an appointment, and the Senate doesn't do anything and, and kicks it down, down the line as they could, as we said— you get a 4-4 decision, then the lower court decision is is what would stand. Or or can't the court also defer? Don't they also have that as an option? They say, this this is too hot of an issue. We're going to wait till we get the ninth justice in the mix. Is that a possibility? They, they can defer, and they've done that with the most uh, the most revolutionary cases. Roe versus Wade itself was held over a term because of turnover on the court. So that that happens, and, and we, we don't know, but I would expect the chief justice would push out all the opinions that aren't a one-vote uh, difference, and then and then he, they they could hold over the other ones. So this happens all the time, uh, but but the, the 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 and and it's always true that the Supreme Court has hot button issues. And frankly, look, the Supreme Court has made decisions that I disagree with, even with Scalia's vote. They redefined marriage. Uh, they upheld Obamacare twice. So letting the people decide whether a Republican should replace Scalia is simply giving the people a chance to maintain the status quo, which sometimes liberals win and sometimes conservatives win. But letting President Obama ram through his own replacement is a radical change, and the people need to know. They need to be given a chance. The Senate is giving them a chance to decide this December. Do you want to make partial birth abortion legal again? If so, vote for the Democrat. Do you want to allow gun confiscation and eliminate Second Amendment rights? If so, vote for the Democrat. Do you want to rubber stamp executive orders from a Democrat president? And and they deserve the right to make those yeah. choices. It's a wake-up call for, for citizens. It really is. Talking to Matt Bowman, Senior Counsel, ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. He's in the middle of this uh, this kind of thing all the time on these, these hot issues and arguing before the courts. Um, and the, and the ADF team has been before the Supreme Court on issues as well. Um, the, the good thing, and I tweeted this on Saturday when we heard the news about uh, Justice Scalia's passing and how shocking it was. I said, well, the good news is that it's going to help Americans, whether they like it or not, start to hear more about these issues. The, the, the importance of the court and how appointments work and, and you know, the – hacking techniques that politicians tend to use you know franklin roosevelt was the extreme uh, but it happens all the time and the president is is doing a happy dance i think on the opportunity here because you never want to let a crisis go to waste this is a good crisis for him because he can do all these things we're talking about but um, matt one of the things we have here right before elections the most popular question that i tend to get the literally the day before election day is hey what about these judges you know, when there's a, when there's an affirmative vote, you got to affirm or, or not affirm somebody who's already there, and then you have no information on the ballot. People people really, as a rule, don't know that much about how the courts work, how presidents appoint, and how we're still being either blessed or haunted by appointees from long ago. I mean, Scalia was a Reagan appointee. You, you look through some of the lower courts, and you know, any time a decision comes down, I tend to look at, okay, how did this man or woman get there? Who appointed this person? That tells you a lot, uh, although some of them change, as you know, over time. So if, that, if, if this story and what we're talking about, because it's such a huge issue and it will and now it is entering into the presidential campaign, I think that's good when Americans go, wait a minute, how does this work? Maybe they won't call us the day before an election and ask for pointers. It crystallizes the issue, and our Constitution provides checks and balances so that we don't have a monarch. We don't have 
one all-powerful leader. And so it says Supreme Court justices, yes, they get nominated by the president, but nothing happens on them unless the Senate consents. And the Senate, by withholding consent right now, the Senate is protecting the right of the people to decide this November. Both the Senate and the presidency is up for grabs this November. It's just a few months away. The people have the right to make that decision. And so a week ago, after the New Hampshire debate, Hillary Clinton came out and said, once again, she reaffirmed her opposition to the law that banned partial birth abortion. Now, that issue did come to the fore, but it was a bit hypothetical at the time, Mm -hmm. because while the Supreme Court thought that the people on the court are, are going to continue. Well, now that there's a vacancy, this crystallizes the issue for voters. Do you want to flip Justice Scalia's vote and legalize partial birth abortion again? That is on the ballot this November. Matt Bowman with us from ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Now, uh, what are you hearing, what are you sensing from people who are in the middle of this every time about these conspiracy theories? Because there are a few, as you know, out there on, on social media. And when you have the businessman, John Poindexter, who owns the 30,000-acre luxury ranch where there was this hunting trip and the place where Justice Scalia died, uh, reportedly of a heart attack, there's no autopsy. Family says they don't want an autopsy. Poindexter says he tried to awaken Scalia in the morning on Saturday. The judge's door was locked. He did not answer. Uh, Three hours later, he returned after an outing with a friend of Scalia who uh, was there from Washington. And he says, quote, we discovered the judge in bed, a pillow over his head. His bedclothes were unwrinkled. He was lying very restfully, looked like he had not quite awakened from a nap. So that, as you know, that's all over the Internet going, aha! Maybe something happened. But again, the family's not saying, oh, let's do an autopsy. So is there any there there or is this now going to be the latest grassy knoll Lee Harvey Oswald, you know, conspiracy? Well, I, I don't put much credence in that, but but it is interesting that the more important family issue, which is the grieving of Justice Scalia's family and the celebration of his life, is is being left sort of uh, in the dust by the political firestorm. Yeah. Uh, this is a this was a great man, uh, as as Ross Douthat had said uh, on the internet. He he left 28 grandchildren. Uh, he he lived such a full life, long in years. Nine kids. Uh, he yeah. died, you know, died quail hunting after quail hunting. I mean, it's it's the kind of and 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 was a was a was a Christian, was a devout uh, Catholic and religious man, and and we expect that uh, and pray that he is he is with the Lord. And so, what a wonderful life and a, and, a, and an inspiration he is, both in life and death, to all of us. And that that shouldn't be overlooked. I got to think. I posted this on. Uh, on Facebook over the weekend, I could imagine Justice Scalia yesterday discussing with God, okay, you know best, but but this now in the middle of an election year with this president doing the nominating now? You want me now? But time will tell. Uh, quite a legacy, and uh, now it gets really, really interesting and crucial for the country. Uh, this is uh, a fight not for the faint of heart, but uh, you know, again, the president has a right to nominate, and the Senate has a right to decide to do nothing with that, reject it, delay it, whatever. This is constitutionally how it works with separation of powers, which sometimes seems surprising to certain people in politics. What do you mean I can't do it all my way? Anyway, Matt, appreciate it. Thanks for fighting the good fight at ADF, as always. Thanks for having me. Take care. Matt Bowman, Alliance Defending Freedom Senior Counsel. Mark Larson, show AM 1170, The Answer.